from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. My name is Father Chris Lemieux, and today our homilist is Deacon Mike Walsh. The televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from the Winokur family from Gravenhurst, Ontario. This Mass is offered in thanksgiving for Thomas and Erica's 58th wedding anniversary in loving memory of their son Michael, who passed away on December 19, 2019, for their family and for blessings received. Our thanks to the Winokur family for the gift of this Mass, and we wish Thomas and Erica a happy 58th wedding anniversary. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Friends, as we begin our celebration of the Holy Eucharist, let us begin first by acknowledging our sins and asking for God's continued love and mercy. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, protector of those who hope in you, without whom nothing has firm foundation, nothing is holy. Bestow in abundance your mercy upon us and grant that, with you as our ruler and guide, we may use the good things that pass in such a way as to hold fast even now to those that ever endure. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Hosea. Israel is a luxuriant vine that yields its fruit. The more his fruit increased, the more his altars he built. As his country improved, he improved his pillars. Their heart is false. Now they must bear their guilt. The Lord will break down their altars and destroy their pillars. For now, they will say, we have no king, for we do not fear the Lord. And a king, what could he do for us? Samariah's king shall perish like a chip on the face of the waters. The high places of Avon and the sin of Israel shall be destroyed. Thorn and thistle shall grow on their altars. They shall say to the mountains, cover us, and the hills fall on us. Sow for yourselves righteousness, reap steadfast love, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord, that he may come and rain righteousness upon you. The word of the Lord.
those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek always the face of the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus summoned his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to cure every disease and every sickness. These are the names of the 12 apostles. First, Simon, also known as Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon from Cana, and Judas Iscariot, the one who betrayed him. These 12 Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Go nowhere among the Gentiles and enter no town of the Samaritans but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel and go proclaim the good news. The kingdom of heaven has come near. The gospel of the Lord. My dear friends, uh, I was talking to uh, Father Chris just before mass today. Uh, Father Chris and myself, we had a chance to serve together in a parish in Markham here, St. Patrick's just after he was ordained and just after I was ordained. Uh, and he was kidding me a little bit about the way when I started, I had tried to do this thing with the homily where I would come out and I would tell everybody that the homily hasn't actually started, but this is the pre-homily. I was trying to buy myself an extra two minutes of time before people started counting when the homily started. So I wanna do that very quickly here with you today and use this opportunity since I'm with you to thank each and every one of you for your continued support of the daily TV Mass. 
especially during these months of the lockdown and the pandemic. I'd like to thank our sponsors like the Whitakers today who, because it's their, their, uh, their wedding anniversary, 58th wedding anniversary, they have sponsored this mass in memory of their son, but also it makes sure that, or it has enabled tens of thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands of people to watch each day. For those of you who are monthly donors, we thank you and, our, and those who donate when you can. In a special way today, I wanna to thank all of you on our YouTube channel who click on the little button and donate when you can because all of this has really helped us during this period of time and, and we look forward to when the churches are full again and, and everything is back to normal. And really it's all about being a ministry and a community of encouragement, which leads us into our gospel reading today as I seamlessly move into the gospel, you see that? So the gospel today is one of these times in which Jesus commissions his apostles in this case to go out into the world. When you look at it, the 12 have already been selected. We hear their names today so that they are recorded so we know who they all are. They have come together and they have spent some time in solitude with Jesus, in prayer, and listening to his um, teachings as they go forward. And they have spent time building a community. We know that it's not just these 12 plus Jesus, but there were many others around him, many of the women who had joined the ministry, like Mary of Magdala, and others who followed Jesus from town to town as he went there preaching and healing the sick and doing other miracles. And today they are sent out, these 12, specifically into ministry. This ministry of what I've started to think of as the ministry of encouragement. And Jesus gives them an instruction in today's gospel. He says, I want you to go out there and I want you to go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. This is the first place Jesus is sending them to spread the good news. Now he does that probably because this will be one of the toughest places that they are to go. So he summons them and he says, go to the lost sheep of Israel and I am going to empower you to cast out unclean spirits and cure the sick. It must have been an amazing proclamation to these 12 to be given this awesome responsibility, but also this power to cast out demons and cure the sick. You know, in some ways, that might be a very simple thing to do, you would think, because Jesus has given you this power. And we know that Jesus has undertaken a very similar thing when he goes into a town. We just heard in a gospel not too long ago. He goes into the town of Capernaum, this is where Peter lived, and he went into Peter's house, and his mother, Peter's mother-in-law was sick. And we're here that Jesus touched her, and she was well, and then she was able to get up and make them all dinner, right? That's a fairly simple example of Jesus using this capability, but they weren't always that easy for Jesus. And I've been always struck by this one miracle. Jesus is traveling, he goes into a town, and a man approaches him. It's a man with leprosy. Now, in our modern-day world, we don't know much about leprosy, but in a time of our Lord's, this was, this was the worst thing that could happen to you. It meant that once you saw those spots start to form on your hand or wherever it did, you had to present yourself to the rabbi, who would then make a proclamation that you, in fact, were unclean, and you would then be banished from the town, but also it meant you would probably never see your family again. It was one of the worst things that could befall you. And so Jesus comes into this town. You know the story. The leper comes up to him. He says, Lord, I know that you can make me well. 
And Jesus then looks at him, and we're told he looks at him with great compassion. And in the moment, he looks at the man, and he reaches down, and he touches the man. And he says, your faith has healed you. I want you to be healed. And the man is cured of his leprosy. Now, one significant point about that that sometimes we overlook. When Jesus made the decision with great compassion to reach down and touch the man, that would mean that in the eyes of all the Jewish authorities around him, Jesus had made himself ritually unclean. He was not afraid to go and to be with the leper. He was not afraid to reach down and touch the man, even though he knew that others would look at him differently. So what's a modern-day example of that? Well, I'm going to refer to a story. I know I've talked to you before about Father Greg Boyle. He is one of my uh, virtual spiritual directors, leaders. I've never met him, but I am quite inspired by his work. He's written a beautiful book called Tattoos on the Heart. And uh, Father Greg is a Jesuit, and as a Jesuit, he studied for a long time. And he always thought the plan for his life would be that he would be a teacher. But then his superiors, or you could really look at it as the Holy Spirit, came to him. And just after he was ordained, they said, we wanted you to go to this poor village. I think it was in South America somewhere. And so he did that for a period of time. Then he came back. And he felt a real calling to the poor, but he thought, okay, now it's time for me to start what I need to do, which is to be a teacher. But no, the Holy Spirit had other ideas. And so they placed him in the poorest of the poor districts in Los Angeles. Uh, and that it was an area that was infected by gangs, violence, the poorest of the poor in Los Angeles. And he tells this story about Benito. And I don't have time to go into a lot of detail, but it's always struck me. He said Benito was a 12-year-old boy, a real, uh, you know, full of life kind of guy. And they had this little office that they were in, and he had endeared himself to everybody and was always underfoot. And Benito was loved by all. One day he asked him for $20 to take his girl to the cinema. He was 12 years old. And, and Father Greg says, girl, who's your girlfriend? Oh, she's 14. 14, Father Greg says. Yeah, I see, but she's short for her age. And so he loved him. And then one day when Benito was out with his family, his brothers, sisters, and friends, he, um, they were playing, and the shots start to ring out. And Benito forgot to duck, and he was hit in this drive-by shooting by a bullet so large that it left him paralyzed, if he had lived, but he didn't live. And Father Greg goes on to finish the story to say that he was so overcome and, and with the family that it was easy for him perhaps to hate the lepers who caused this to happen. And then it came to be known that he knew the two who had taken the shots. He said how easy it would be to hate them. But he said that was not the call, for he, he, he was able to see them as sheep without a shepherd. And so the call was to have compassion for them. It's not easy. And he ended the story with this, and I'll end with this quote from him. He says, this is what we seek as people who want to follow Jesus Christ. If we want to live in the world where God is, this is what we seek, a compassion that is so vast that it can stand in awe at what the poor have to carry rather than in judgment about how they carry it. God bless. So I invite you now to join me in our prayers of the faithful. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to hear our prayers. We know that you understand the burdens we all carry. Help us to remember that your great love and forgiveness, your mercy and hope 
are always available to us in our time of need. So for our faith community, that our brothers and sisters in Christ, and through that as brothers and sisters in Christ, we may be united to one another in faith, hope, and love. We pray to the Lord. Lord For those living with the demons of shame and anger, may they be filled with your love and guided by the Holy Spirit. And may we, your faithful followers, be a sign of Christ's compassion for them. We pray to the Lord. And for all of those in our daily TV Mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intentions book, especially those who feel isolated and alone, may God calm their fears and lead them into peace. We pray to the Lord. Lord, Heavenly Father, we ask you for the gift of faith and courage and that you will allow us to go from this Mass today in your peace to love and serve you by living lives of boundless compassion following the example of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Pray that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Accept, O Lord, we pray, the offerings which we bring from the abundance of your gifts, that through the powerful working of your grace, these most sacred mysteries may sanctify our present way of life and lead us to eternal gladness through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For in goodness you created man, and when he was justly condemned, in mercy you redeemed him through Christ our Lord. Through him the angels praise your majesty, dominions adore and powers tremble before you. Heaven and the virtues of heaven, the blessed seraphim, worship together with exaltation. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in humble praise as we acclaim.
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, that we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope and Thomas our Bishop and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who've fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who've died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who've pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from them. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. 
The peace of the Lord be with you always. And let us offer each other the sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. For those of you at home, join with me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. As though you were already there, I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. We have consumed, O Lord, this divine sacrament, the perpetual memorial of the passion of your Son. Grant, we pray, that this gift, which he himself gave us with love beyond all telling, may profit us for salvation through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And your may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks, thanks be, be to, to God. God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. Go to the world. Please remember that all requests for prayers are included in our Prayer Intentions book and shared with all of our celebrants.
each time.